0: gopi be Valabha Ya brajjana dhanjana dunna brash, Munatir (coughs) Dha Vanachari Jayoradha Motava Kunja Bihari Pratha Mottava Kunja Bihari (laughs) Gopi Janna gopi chan na valabha
1: giriva
0: Ya shoodanam dana brahman jana dana vana vana Radha moto va kunja bihari mm-hmm. Radha moto Radha kunja bihari
2: Jayan Vishnupada Paramahamsa Paragraja Kacharya Ashtaka Sati His divine grace, A.C. Bhakti Vedant Swami shu, yes. Anantakoti Vaishnav Vrindaki. Yes. Grantaraj Shima Bhagavatamaki. Jayan Nitai Gopri Manandi. O glories, the assembled devotees. O glories, the assembled devotees. O glories, the assembled devotees. O glories, Sri Guru and Sri Goranga.
0: Nalayanam namaskritya nadamcheva narottamam devim sarasvatim vyasam tato jayamudi udhirayat Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo, Om namo bhagavate
2: vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Cantor 7, Chapter 4, Chapter in Tallage Rani Kashipu terrorizes the universe Text number 29 Srinarada Uvarcha Srinarada Uvarcha
0: Garuna Srinarada Tam paramya divoke so Javatarntake to dwiga emini re chasuram hatam guruna tam pranamya nyavatanta nyavatanta-gato-dwega menire re sura
2: loka guruna Tampranamya devokasa
0: nya nyavatanta gato dvega
2: Mini Recha Suramhatam. Sri Narada Ravacha. Ravacha, the great saint Narad Muni said, Iti. Iti. thus, yes. Uta, yes. addressed, Loka Guruna, by the supreme spiritual master of everyone, <coughs> Tam. unto him, Pranamya. Offering obeisances. Devokasa, all the demigods. Nyavartanta, returned. Gata udwega, relieved of all anxieties. Many Ray. they considered. Cha, also. Asuram, the demon, Hiranyakashipu. Hatam, killed. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Prabhupada. The great saint, Nārada Muni, continued, When the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the, the spiritual master of everyone, thus reassured all the demigods living in the heavenly planets, They offered their respectful obeisances unto Him and returned, confident that the demon Hiranyakashipu was now practically dead. (coughs) Translation responsibly. The great saint, Narad Muni, continued, When the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the spiritual master of everyone, thus reassured all the demigods Living in the heavenly planets, (coughs) they offered their respectful obeisances unto Him, and returned, confident that the demon Hiranyakashipu was now practically dead. The less intelligent men, who are always busy worshipping the demigods, should note that when the demigods are harassed by the demons, they approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead for relief. Since the demigods resort to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, why should the worshippers of the demigods not approach the Supreme Lord for whatever benefits they desire? Shima Bhagavatam 2310 says Akama Savakamova karma Moksha karma Adaradi Tivrena Bhakti Yogena. Yajeta Purusham Param. Whether one desires everything or nothing, or whether he desires to merge into the existence of the Lord, he is intelligent only if he worships Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, by rendering transcendental loving service. Whether one is a kami, jnani, or yogi, if one wants to, if one wants a particular benediction fulfilled, even if it is, even if it be material, one should approach the Supreme Lord and pray to Him. For then, it will be fulfilled. There is no need to approach any other demigod separately for the fulfillment of any desire. Om Gananjana Shalakaya Tasmai Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Manobishtam, Stapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam rupakadamayam Kadamayam, Dadati Swa Bhadanti Kripa Sindhu Bi Evacha, Petitanam Parvanebhyo, Vaishnava Vibhyo Namo namaha. Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nichananda, Shiat Way Tikadadha, Shiva Sadi Gauribhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Ram Rama, Hare Hare. So we discussed last week that why do we have chapters in the Bhagavatam uh, which talk about demons, asuras? Uh, because normally we would not listen to them. Hmm? We don't, do not listen to the Asura. Uh, we listen to the sura or the demigods or the devotees. The devotees will tell us what to do. Hmm? If we follow what the devotees say, then we will attain perfection. But if we follow what the Asuras say, uh, then we, our life may be ruined. However, even... Uh, I think it is chanakya he says that gold can be taken even from a dirty place. Right? Just like recently, uh, someone was out fossicking and they found, you know, just under the ground, like just, they found a huge amount of gold, millions of dollars of gold, just with their metal detector. It's still out there. I don't know. So you can go out, you can still find. Yeah? So, It is said that even if you take gold from a dirty place, it's still valuable. It's gold. Uh, So it doesn't matter where it comes from. So uh, you can even take instruction from asuras. Hmm? Just like when Prabhupada was in 26 Second Avenue. Has anyone been to 26 Second Avenue? New York? Uh, In New York? If you go to New York, then you can see the original place where Prabhupada began, the Hare Krishna movement. Uh, So Uh, One time, Prabhupada was sitting there, Prabhupada was giving class, and (laughs) sometimes the the bums, the drunks, the uh, bowery people, they would come in. Uh, Prabhupada was there, and it was like a shop front, and there's a door, and then he walks in. And then uh, they they give some instruction, uh, these drunk people. And Prabhupada pointed out that uh, Krishna can speak through anyone. Uh, even if someone comes and they're apparently not very cultured, but if they say something which is useful, we can take that advice. Also, Prabhupada, uh, in the very early days, 1966, 67, actually, then Prabhupada was in 26 Second Avenue, and uh, Prabhupada had a stroke and then uh, the doctor came they called a doctor and the doctor came and the doctor i think when he came he was drunk <laughs> you know the doctor comes and he's intoxicated and then he said to prahapad i think you just need to go for a good walk uh, you need to walk and uh, not moving enough and that's true actually that's what causes strokes and things like this you know if the diet is not good you know, because what are the veins and the arteries? They're pipes. So what happens if you block the pipe, just like down here? I think that's the problem, isn't it? That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's the pipe. So the pipes get blocked. And then now we see what the problem is. Everything stops. <coughs> the pipe is blocked. So in the body, the, the veins and they're just pipes. That's all they are. So if you block the pipes, of course, you're going to have a stroke or a heart attack or something like that. That's going to take place. So therefore you have to keep the pipes clean. That's the first thing. Secondly, now you have to move, exercise. That helps keeps the pipes clean. (laughs) You have to move. If you're too sedentary, and that's the problem, the disease of the modern age is sedentary lifestyle. Everyone just sits all day. And we're not designed for that. You know, there was never a time in history everyone just sat down all day, everyone was always moving. So you have to exercise. They say 10,000 steps a day. Are you counting? Every day, walk 10,000 steps. Uh? And then when, when you've finished 10,000, then you can sit down. Uh, that's the minimum, but we should be doing more than that anyway. So uh, the doctor said to Prabhupada, uh, he said, uh, he just needs to go for a good walk. Right? So then Prabhupada started the, the morning walk. And then you see in Prabhupada's leela, his pastime, every day there was a morning walk. Prabhupada would get up. Prabhupada stayed up there, up in those rooms, right? This is very rare, there's only, there's, I think there's less than 10 places on the planet you can go to where we still have the property where Prabhupada stayed, right? You've got Los Angeles, right? Uh, so maybe I think Dallas is there. And then you have uh, the Manor is there. And then you'll have, uh, if you go to India, there'll be, oh no, there's France, New Maipur. Yeah, New Marble. And then there's uh, Juhu, right? There's Brindavan, there's Mayapur. LA? LA? Yep, yeah, you're right. LA? Yep, yeah, was that? Melbourne? I think it's less than 10. You know, if you count around the world, it's not many. Where Prabhupada actually was. So this is a, uh, a Tirta, this place. You yeah, Prabhupada, Prabhupada, sat right there, Prabhupada installed attire right there. You know, you can see this, is a, this is a Tirita holy place. Prabhupada walked in this temple room. What did he say first time he walked in? Huh? Yeah, he said, it is too small. Everyone's like, what's Prabhupada talking about? <laughs> Even when I joined, you know, it wasn't as many. Now it's way too small. You know? actually, Prabhupada said Prabhupada's instruction was build a temple in the car park down the back there. That was actually his instruction. He said, build a big temple there, which, you know, I've read to build that whole area, you know. <laughs> we can ask the neighbors, if they'll be happy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if we had to build a big temple there, you know, it could probably fit what we need there. But then we probably have to put the uh, kitchen underground or something, or, or above or something, anyway, May it May not happen now, may have to get another temple somewhere else, but. <coughs> and Prabhupada stayed up there uh, in those rooms. Yeah, so it's a holy place, it's a, it's a Tiritha. Uh, and then Prabhupada would go for morning walk every day. You see in the lily, he would come down, Prabhupada would get up early in the morning, you know, 12.30 at night, go to bed, say take rest 10.30, wake up at 12.30. And then Prabhupada would translate just up there in those rooms. Prabhupada slept in the, uh, the room next door. You know uh, where Jagannath goes? When uh, Snañatra time? Jagannath goes up there? Oh, what is it now? Office? or Yeah, office, like that. So that room next door, that was where Prabhupada slept. He didn't sleep in the, the main room. His bed is in there now. But, uh, and in Anirudaprabhu's office, the TP's office, Prabhupada got massage in there. Uh, that's where he'd take massage. So all that, Prabhupada was up there. All up, And he would uh, get up early in the morning, translate. And then in the morning, maybe six o'clock or something, or maybe a little early, they would take Prabhupada for morning walk. Prabhupada walked down here, you know, Beaconsville Parade on the beach. Prabhupada walked all the way down towards St Kilda. That's a Tirata. You can walk there. That's holy place. You know, the Royal Botanical Gardens. Uh, Royal Botanical, I think Prabhupada said they're the best in the world. They are the one of the best in the world. I was there not, not too long ago. I went there. Uh, beautiful. I hadn't been there for a long time. So beautiful. Prabhupada walked all through there. Practically every path. So that is all Now uh, That is a holy place.
0: Yeah.
2: So Prabhupada said you have to have morning walk. Well, you have to do some exercise. So when the doctor said to Prabhupada... Uh, I just think he needs to go for a walk. Uh, came from a drunk doctor. Uh, he was drunk, some old Jewish guy or something. <laughs> okay, he said, I think he just needs to go for a walk. Prabhupada took, Prabhupada said, Krishna is speaking. Uh, Krishna, so gold can come from a dirty place. Uh, we can take instruction even from Asura, even from a drunk doctor. You can take. If a drunk, drunk, drunk doctor says, walk, you start walking. And then Prabhupada, he did every day. So this is how a devotee sees. <coughs> so here in Bhagavatam, we're hearing of Hiranyakashipu, king of the demons. We were saying that last week. There was never a bigger demon in history. He is number one. Number two is Hiranyakashipu. Uh, sorry. Hiranyakashipu. And then three and four, probably Ravana, Kumbhakarna, probably, and then you go down and then, you know, they become less powerful as time goes by. Uh, So uh, we don't normally listen to the Asura. Why are they in the Bhagavatam, as we explained last week? Because if you want to understand what is right, uh, it is useful or helpful to understand what is wrong. If If I'm trying to explain to you what is black, a good way to explain what is black is you explain what is white. If you're trying to understand what is darkness, the best way to understand it is what is light. Yeah. Krishna surya, sa, uh, surya Sama, Maya Haya, Andakar. Right? You understand what is one, then you understand the other. Krishna Surya Sama is like light. Krishna, is, Krishna consciousness is like light. Surya Sama. What is Prabhupada, what, does, what did he write on the... Uh, the master of the Back to Godhead magazine. What does it say? Back to Godhead. And what is the motto? Hmm? What is it? Yeah. Nescience is darkness. And then what does it say? Godhead is light? Is it like that? And then I think it says wherever there is Godhead, there cannot be Darkness or something like that. Uh, So wherever there is Krishna consciousness, there is light. Krishna illuminates everything. That's why we practice sadhana bhakti. We get up for Mangalati. We chant our rounds. We do the morning program. Why? Because it will illuminate your consciousness. Divya jnana. Hride prakashito. Prakash. Prakashananda. Prakash Uh, prakash means light will come from divya jnana. Spiritual knowledge, uh, Krishna consciousness, it will come. Uh, And then, uh, Maya is like undercar. it is darkness, it is the opposite. How do you understand what is Krishna consciousness? It is light, what is the opposite? That is darkness. That's what the Bhagavatam teaches us. The first verse of the Bhagavatam says, uh, the Bhagavatam is there to teach you the difference between reality and illusion. That's the purpose of Bhagavatam. Right? First verse says that. So when you go all the way through, we hear what is reality and now what is also illusion. What is illusion? The way Hirani Kashyapu is acting. Right? He is in Maya. Right? Big Maya. Why? He tried to kill his son. Can you imagine? Have you ever met someone who tried to kill their kid? It's there. I mean, it's there. I've never met anyone, I don't think, uh, that there's someone who's tried to do that. But, you know, it's, it's there in the world. Yeah, the people exist, they try to kill their own kids, right? Hirani Kashyapu was like that. Oh, you won't, you won't follow me? You won't cooperate with me? I'll kill you. No, that's demoniac, right? Says to his, uh, his assistants, hey, go and get uh, Prahlad, throw him under the feet of elephants. Imagine throwing your kid under the feet of elephants. You know, maybe sometimes you feel like doing it. But you wouldn't actually do it. <laughs> sometimes you feel like throwing your kids under the elephants. Uh, but you would not do it. I uh, said, hey, go and throw him under the elephants. Didn't work. Throw him in the boiling vat of oil. Imagine throwing someone in boiling oil. Imagine throwing something. That's <clears throat> horrible. Do not do it. Otherwise, next life. No. You know about the man in the Mediterranean, the man who was uh, snorkeling in Spain, Mediterranean. In Spain, they have big forest fires, big fires. You know, I think last summer they had big fires, big fires. So you know the uh, helicopter, the Elvis helicopter. We have. When we have big fires here so the helicopter comes goes there, has a big pipe like this on the bottom sucks up thousands of liters of water in a few seconds and goes and drops it on the fire so the uh fire was there so the helicopter came into the ocean pulled up the water went put on the fire so then later on when you know the fire finished they found one body in the forest, right? Burnt, but it had snorkeling gear on. They went and sucked, dropped on the fire. So they researched, who is this? It was the guy who owned the lobster restaurant. Right? And he would get the lobsters and drop them into the hot water. Every day, get the lobsters, drop them into the hot, burn them alive. And then what happened? Karma. Uh, anyone here believe in karma? Yeah, well, you guys do, because you're, you're Hare Krishna people. So.
1: Uh,
2: karma. Then karma gets you. Uh, you're going to put the lobsters in the water? Drop you into the fire. Uh, imagine how terrifying. You know, you're just snorkelling. Next minute, you know, you're in this dark thing. And the next minute, ah, you get dropped into a fire. Horrible. Now this is karma. It it actually exists. Anyone can understand this. Anyone can understand this. Ah, So Harani Kashyapu is thinking like this. I'll throw him in hot oil, right? I'll throw him under elephants. They throw him off a cliff. (laughs) It's horrible. You know, all all the ways they tried to kill him, nothing worked. So we're hearing about this demoniac personality. So normally, uh, Krishna, Suya, Sama, Maya, Haya, Antika, We understand, Bhagavatam tells this is Maya, do not act like this, this is Asuric. And this is Krishna conscious, you should act like this. Uh, this is the proper way to act. So Bhagavatam is showing us both. However, with Hiranyakashipu, even though he's the king of the demons, Prabhupada said, you can take gold from the dirty place. I think Chanakya said that. Is it from Chanakya? Comes the chain. Take the gold from the dirty place, it can be taken. So uh, Prabhupada explains to us, you can take gold. So even Hiranyakashipu, Kashipu in the Bhagavatam, he says some good things as well, right? He's our guru, huh? but not in everything he does. You don't listen to everything he says. But if he says something good, we say, okay, no problem. We'll follow that. Huh? So he said to Prahlad, be very careful of who you associate with, because association is like a crystal. Now you see there are crystals here on the chandeliers. So I'm looking here, and where I'm looking, uh, the crystal is, has like reddish color. Right? And then someone's looking from the other side, it has greenish color. And someone looks from the other direction, bluish color. And then if you put something next to the crystal, it takes on that color. Like if you put red up there, like red, uh, then the whole crystal, all the crystals become reddish. So by association, Harani Kashyapu says, he says to Prahlad, be very careful who you associate with, because whoever you associate with, that's what you will become. Uh, So if you associate with the devotees, you will become devotee of Krishna. And if you associate with demons, you will become a demoniac personality. It is all association. Even devotees, I've seen over the years, devotees sometimes they fall down. Sometimes they go off and they break the regulative principles. Why do they do that? Association. Either now or previously. All the samskaras are in there. This is explained in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Uh, for lifetimes. Why are we inclined towards sense gratification? Because so many lifetimes we already did it. So that's why it's in there. It's very hard to burn it out. So Krishna consciousness burns it out. Krishna consciousness is the, it is like the flood of the Ganga. Uh, when the Ganges floods, the plants cannot grow. Hmm? When there's a big flood, all the plants die. Why? because everything is flooded. So how do you get rid of your material desires, which are there for lifetimes? You have to flood your consciousness with Krishna consciousness. Flood it so there's nothing else. And how do you do that? You get so much service that you haven't got time. Many years ago, they made a documentary uh, about, uh, you know that devotee Sri Keshava? She came here for Ratha Yatra, Sri uh, She is the global party people. Uh, they do the music on the, the stage at the Rath- They came for Holi as well. <clears throat> so she made a documentary with some friends of hers. It was on ABC television, a number. Of, it's a good documentary, actually, It's about the Hare Krishnas. And <clears throat> they were interviewing uh, one of the gurus who fell down. He left. He stopped practicing Krishna. They interviewed him. And he's explaining what happened, uh, why he fell down, and what took place, and like that. And then they interviewed my guru Maharaj, Tamal Krishna Maharaj, who did not fall down from the path of Krishna. Christ. And they said to him, "Why didn't you fall down?" And he said, "I didn't have time." <laughs> he said, "There's no time." <laughs> he said, "Prabhupada gave me so much service." I haven't got time to fall down it's not that there are not material desires in the heart but i don't have time to act on them krishna says second chapter of bhagavad-gita keep all abominable activities far distant by devotional service by bhakti yoga you do so much service you haven't got time Prabhupada said the brahmacharis should do so much service Then, when they go into the ashram, put their head on the pillow, they immediately fall asleep. Has it ever happened to you? All the time. time. Good. (laughs) That's what should happen. So much service, you just put your head down, gone. (laughs) Not even time to think, am I tired? Just. And? Six hours later, seven hours later, oh, oh, okay. Prabhupada said, Brahmachari life is best, or Brahmacharini life. It is best. Prabhupada, it says three bags. Uh, Brahmachari has three bags. What are the three bags? Sleeping bag? Yep. <laughs> one. Two? Okay. B bag? Yeah. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hari, Hare, Hare, Ram Ram Ram. Two bags? Third one? Book bag. Book bag. Uh, keep books in the bag. Go out whenever you meet someone. Oh, have you heard of science of self-realization? Yeah, take it. Uh, why don't you read this? Uh, this is life. Prabhupada said it best. Sanyas life is more pressure. When you're sannyasi, you do anything wrong, everyone says, oh, look what Maharaj did. Uh, a lot of pressure, sannyas. Brahmachari is better, you're under the radar. Just do service, you're happy. Like that, you don't have so much pressure. Sannyasa, a lot of pressure. A lot of brahmacharis, they will become sannyasis in the next decade or so. Many will, there's like a whole army waiting. <laughs> now there is, there's so many, so many, and they're, they're waiting and they will become sannyasis. There's a lot more pressure when you're sannyasi, like that. Has to be done, but there's a lot more pressure. Brahmachari life is good, good life, simple. So <clears> Hirani <throat> Kashipu, uh, <clears throat> Uh, he is teaching hmm, that we have to choose our association very carefully. It says in Chaitanya Charitamrita Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sava Shastri koi, Lava Matra, Sadhu sanghe, Sava Siddhi hoy. Huh? What does it mean? Uh, sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha. Associate with sadhus. No, associate with sadhus. No? Uh, Sava Siddhihoi. No? Uh, Sava Shastrikoy. Sava Shastrikoy means all the shastras say. Associate with sadhus, associate with sādhus. Mahaprabhu took all of the essence of all of the shastras and he gave us five principles. And what is the first one? Sadhu First one he gives us. All the items of bhakti go into five. Uh, these are the most prominent, he repeats at the end, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, uh, the last five. These are the most powerful. Uh, Rupa Goswami tells us that these five are so powerful, they can produce bhava, even in a neophyte. That's how powerful they are. Even when not, we're not advanced, but you can get bhava bhakti, just by absorbing yourself in those five. So powerful. First one is Satu Sangha. All the Shastra says. Associate with devotees. Yeah. Uh, Lava Matra. Lava Matra means how, how long is Lava Matra? How long? One moment? Yeah. One eleventh of a second. How much is one eleventh of a second? As long as it takes you to blink. That's it. <laughs> Uh, Lava matra, sadhu sanghi, sava city. even you get that much time with Prabhupada, Lava matra, one moment like that's enough. Is it true? Yes, it's true. Uh, There used to be a priest who used to come here to the temple uh, years ago. Andy Rudaprabhu was cultivating him. Ian, I think his name was. He was a priest. Like practicing priest. and He used to come here to the temple. Uh, they were preaching to him. I haven't seen him for a long time. Maybe, maybe he's older now. I haven't seen him for a long time. Uh, and he used to come, and he came one time me. and he was here for the Midnight aarti And he said, after we took, we took Prasad, was serving him, and then he said, he said, I've seen this before. And he used to chant Japa in the, uh, in the church when no one was there. <laughs> chant Japa, walk up and down, chant Japa. <laughs> and uh, even when on Sunday, when he would give his sermon, sometimes he'd quote Bhagavad Gita. He'd say, oh, actually, in Bhagavad Gita, it says same as in the Bible, and he would say some some verse. He was devotee, basically, right? So how did he become devotee? He was in Melbourne Airport, I think 1974, and uh, one devotee arrived. His name was A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. And when, (laughs) have you seen the footage in the 70s when Prabhupada used to arrive at the airport? (coughs) You see what the devotees would do? Uh, Have you seen it? Devotees would take over the airport you know, 60 devotees, maybe more, I don't know, like Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Wampas, Mridangas, like... Imagine we did it now. <laughs> maybe like Javataka Swami comes or David Rita Swami, someone comes, <laughs> 60 of us are there. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna,
1: Krishna
0: Krishna Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna.
2: <laughs> not, not even like normal kid, like... 1970s intense kirtan. Have you heard these kirtans from 1970s? They still play, devotees still play, the 1970s kirtans? Uh, Have you, has anyone heard live in Nundwaka, Agni Dev Prabhu? Has anyone heard that this? Look it up. You know, you haven't experienced kirtan, (laughs) do you hear this kirtan? This is what the kirtans were like in the 70s. Like the most powerful, intense, fired up kirtans in the history of Kali Yuga. Right? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Krishna. It was like powerful kirtans. So devotees would do that in the airport. Imagine, right? <laughs> Prabhupada. Prabhupada was coming out. And sometimes back in the old days, like he'd be in the uh, customs part and he'd be coming out and he could hear the kirtan on the other side. And they had like a uh, mm, like a divide, like a barrier between the two, so you couldn't see Prabhupada yet. Yeah? And Prabhupada would put his bead bag up above the barrier, like this, and devotees would just see his bead bag and they would go wild. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 that. and then Prabhupada would come out, and then he'd walk, (laughs) and devotees were putting garlands on him, and throwing flower petals, and massive kirtan, you know, and just overtaking everyone in the airport. Uh, So this priest, I think his name was Ian, he was at the airport one time when Prabhupada arrived and he said, you know, the devotees were doing this and Prabhupada arrived. And he said the crowd split just for a moment and Prabhupada looked straight at him and then it closed again. And he did, that's all he ever saw Prabhupada, once. a matra, just a moment. Like the crowd went like that, Prabhupada looked straight at him and then closed again. And then he became a devotee, right? Just from that, that moment, such an impression, such a samskara. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha. Right? So that is the, that's why Hiranyakashipu says, right? He says to Prahlad, be very careful who you associate with. If you associate with devotees, you will become devotee. Na? Actually, we are Vaishnava Bas. We're not actually devotee, we're actually Abbas. Abbas means dim light, shadow. Right? We look like devotee on the outside. You now we put the tilak, the kanti mala, the dhoti, all these things. We look like devotee. <laughs> but in the heart, uh, it is not completely pure. Right? There's a lot of Krishna consciousness in there, but maya is still in there as well. So we have to flood it. Uh, so much Krishna consciousness that you just haven't got time for maya. And then maya goes away, maya goes away. If you don't feed the material desires, they will go away. Just like the biggest problem most devotees have problem with is lust. Is it fair? Fair comment? Tell me if there's something, some other, then tell me. But I think lust. Maybe envy as well. Pride, illusion, anger, uh, greed. But I think lust is very strong. I think we all struggle with that. I think that's, most of us know. So if you don't feed it, like the American Indians, you know, like in, the, uh, in America, United States, before the white men came in and did what the white men do all over the world, wreck everything, right? Before they came to America, the American Indians lived there. And they used to have a saying that there are two wolves in the heart, the good wolf and the bad wolf. You know, one is lust, and the other one is like love, prima. Uh, Krishnendriya Priti, uh, Atmendriya Priti, it's like that, that kind of uh, analogy. And whoever you feed, that wolf will grow and become strong. So if you don't feed your material desires, it becomes weaker over time. Once in a while it jumps up. Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur said, When sex desire rears its ugly head, Uh, Prabhupada's guru said, you Know sometimes you're going really well in Krishna consciousness, everything's good, and then suddenly it's just like this dragon just goes boom, up from nowhere and looks at you, ah, oh my god, <laughs> right? Sex desire, and suddenly it like grabs you by the throat, and it's like ah, surrender, and you'll like, say no, and you say surrender, no, it's like that. Sometimes it happens, it just rears its ugly head from nowhere, it happens because the impressions are there. It takes time for it to dissipate. But if you practice sincerely over time, these things will become less. If you don't feed those desires and you engage in Krishna consciousness, the desires will become less. My Guru Maharaj, he was a sannyasi. One thing we have to understand about sannyasis, it is an ashram. It is a sadhana. Right? Sometimes young devotees, they think oh, all the sannyasis are liberated. Right? But it's not necessarily true. It's a sadhana. Right? They're on the final stages of becoming liberated. That's why sometimes we see sannyasis fall down. Right? If, that, if it wasn't there, if they were completely liberated, no one would fall down. Uh-huh. But it is a sadhana. So one time my guru-maraj, he was a sannyasi, he said to one of my godbrothers, he said, it's not that sex desire is not there. It's not sex desire, he said, you do not act on it. That's all. You do not act on it. Right? Prabhupada said grit your teeth and bear it. You know, if sex desire is attacking you, grit your teeth, you're like, and bear it. And then it will dissipate, dissipate again, right? And then gradually, if you become pure, there will be no material desires in your heart, only Krishna uh, within your heart, feeling transcendental ecstasy, 24 hours a day, in Goloka Vrindavan, Goloka Pravdhi, this is Krishna consciousness. Uh, it takes time. You know? So here, Hiranyakashipu, he is telling, him. normally we don't listen to him, right? He's in the Bhagavatam to teach us what we should not do. But occasionally he says something good. So then we listen to him when he's saying good. Huh? Hiranyakashipu, king of the demons, key. Yeah. Not so popular. Yeah. Oh, I that. Prahlad Maharaj, ki? Ah, yeah. yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, now Everyone likes Prahlad. Ah. <laughs> uh. Actually, some devotees say Prahlad was Prabhupada's favorite devotee. Uh, because Prabhupada spoke on seventh canto more than any other place. Uh, uh, so, could be. And actually, Prahlad Maharaj is still here in the universe. He's still here. Sometimes you, we have to meditate on these things. He's actually here. There's a planet where he lives in this universe. He's still here. He's older now. He's like a grandfather. Uh, but he's still there. Still there, watching down, saying giving blessings to the Kali Yuga devotees. You know. Blessing us that we can make it back to Krishna. Uh, in this lifetime. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, go back to Godhead in this lifetime. No? Don't don't do two lifetimes. It takes too long. And you don't know what happens next time. Kali Yuga's about to get crazy. Right, it's about to get crazy, All right? You can feel it, it's about to get <laughs> crazy. Kali Yuga is just about to go over the edge. Yeah, so do it in this lifetime, because next time around it could be, you know, it's already becoming difficult. So many people have got uh, mental problems now. Imagine preaching in 50 years, you know, when people have got a, um, in 50 years, people's phones, they'll be like in the in their head like this, like connected, actually connected, like Sony in. Mean, I don't know how they're going to do it, but all these things are going to happen. Not too long, we will see. Even in this decade, by the end of this day, de- 2030, we'll see huge advances in technology. Kali Yuga is going to go very fast now. You'll see. Uh, chan and be happy. Prahlad uh, Maharaja ki, Shila ki. Any questions or comments?
1: Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhu. So my first question is that, you were saying that in each circumstance, as we see in the Pralama maharaj Sring the pastime, is he's saved each time by the Lord. And in real life here, during Kali Yuga, many years back, I've heard about the story of Ladini Mataji, how she sacrificed her life trying to save devotees. My question is, even now, would we have the Lord Constantly save us. Uh, if not, why is that? Is it because we don't have enough surrender or purity? Because she was also attacked by the so-called demon-minded mm-hmm. people. So yeah. So and That, that yeah. was the first question. I'll answer that question yeah.
2: first. Yeah. So uh, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that <clears throat> our devotee is. Uh, our devotional service is never interrupted. Uh, that's what He promises in Gita. Declare it boldly. Uh, my devotee will not perish. Right? Krishna says in Gita. So, what, he, what Krishna says in the Gita is, He will protect the devotional service of the devotee. He never says in Bhagavad Gita, I'll protect the material body. He, he doesn't give that guarantee. That's not there. So, it's, it's case by case. You know, if, if Krishna wants to protect the material body, He'll protect the material body. And if He doesn't want to protect the material body, you know, so that's it's up to Krishna. We don't know what Krishna's plan is. Maybe it's time for the devotee to go back. Maybe Krishna wants Him to stay here to do more service. We're not sure. So, yeah, Krishna doesn't give any guarantee that material body will be protected. Uh, but He says that the uh, devotional service will never perish. That's the point. Does it make sense?
1: Thank you Prabhu. My second part of the question was, you were speaking about association, Um, but as we can see Prahlan Maharaj was a son of Hiranyakashipu, and just by a moment of devotee association he became a devotee. Now many a times we have sometimes devotee going and marrying a non-devotee, or they come into Krishna conscious a bit late then what about the, the plight of the children, of their children? Will they be able to, because we are advised to do garbhadhan samskar. sometimes in certain situations, some devotees are not able to practice, then just by association, will the child get Krishna consciousness later in life, or, what's the situation?
2: Uh, it says in Sikshastaka, there are no hard and fast rules for chanting. No hard and fast rules for chanting. Chanting can be done anytime, anyplace. So there's no hard and fast rules for someone becoming a devotee. Sometimes uh, parents, they say this, you know, how do we make our children Krishna conscious? It's up to them, it's not up to you. Uh, You know what the famous saying we have in English, you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. So that's how it is. You can bring them to Krishna, but you can't make these So now you do it. Right. Prabhupada said when it comes to the children, you have to make Krishna consciousness fun. You know, if they're always I don't want to go to the temple, then make it fun. So they do want to go. They should be dragging the parents to the temple, which is what happens a lot of the time. Because when they get the taste and it's fun, they say, Come on. And then you see they bring so many. You know, I saw some devotees, Prabhupada disciples actually, they left the movement. Right? They weren't practicing. And then their daughter brought them back. Uh, Because they brought her early in her life and then they went away and then she said, I want to go back. And then they they brought, now they're very active again. Uh, So this is the, the system. So there's no hard and fast rules. Like, you know, devotees sometimes they ask, should we send our child to the out, the mainstream schools? Or should we make homeschool them? Or should we, you know, there's no hard and fast rules. I've seen every case scenario. I've seen devotees who homeschooled, gave all Krishna consciousness, or sent the kids to the guru call, and the kids are not practicing anymore. And then you see the opposite. You see the ones who just went to the mainstream, like uh, Sri Krishna's kids, uh, Shri Krishna and, and Nimala Madhiji, you know, their kids, uh, so um, Abhishek and Sweta, right? So they went, uh, are you watching today? <laughs> Ah, I'm glorifying you right now. <laughs> so they're very good examples. They went mainstream. They didn't go to guru call, any of those things. They're both devotees. Right? so, you know, there's no hard and fast rule. So, you know, it, you know, it doesn't matter if the kid goes to Albert Park Primary School or they get homeschooled, or they go to a guru call, it doesn't matter. It's, you can only give them Krishna consciousness and at the end they will choose. It's their choice, like, you know, my, my mother told me not to become a devotee, right? But I said, no, I'm going to become a devotee. Now she says to me, don't stop being a devotee.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? so it, it's up to us, it's up to me, right? It's my journey, my choice, my life. You know, when Lord Nityananda Prabhu, uh, Lord Nityananda had to, uh, the sannyasi came to his father's home, Hadai Pandit. And then it says that he left with the Sannyasi, uh, Lakshmi, Pati Thirita, or whoever the Sannyasi was. So when he left, it says specifically, he did not even look back, which is hard for me to understand, but he didn't even look back. You know, his parents, Hadaya, Panda and Padmavati, such exalted devotees, but he didn't, go- but what is he teaching us? Sooner or later every devotee you have to turn your back on maya and walk away. That's what he's teaching us. So sooner or later we all have to just leave. So it's up to your kids. You just give them the best chance you can and then it's up to them. And then you say okay now it's up to you. You want to be a devotee or not that's your choice. That's it. There's no hard and fast rule. Like that, so. Thank you. Guru. It's okay. Any other question or comment? Young Jade. Hare Krishna. Well, thank you for the class. Um, you mentioned earlier the example of Prabhupada when he was in the hospital and that um, drunken doctor gave him that instruction. He wasn't in the hospital. He was uh, in his apartment. Oh, in his apartment, sorry. Yeah. Um, so in our case, because also in Prabhupada's situation, Prabhupada could actually see that Krishna was speaking for that person. But in our case, when we uh, We get those kind of instructions from people that are not devotees Hmm. right for example like you know when we go on books we actually get told by a lot of people like how we should do books better how we should do this Hmm. how do we distinguish if it's actually christian talking through that particular person or if it's just some person just giving us some random instruction there's different ways like in that example if you're on books and someone says to you oh you know you could do it better if you do it like that then try what they say And if it works, and you're doing more books, then you say, okay, that was Krishna speaking. (laughs) And if it doesn't work, you say, that wasn't Krishna speaking. (laughs) And then, uh, you can, you know, our checking system is always guru sadhu shastra, right? So if you get an instruction from a non-devotee, then take it to guru sadhu shastra. Does it fit in? check with the sadhus, you know, ask the the senior devotees, you know, in in the ashram, say, oh, someone said like this, I'm thinking we should try it, what do you think? If they all say, no, that's a ridiculous idea, right, then maybe, then that's not a good idea. If everyone says, oh, come on, let's try it, then maybe that's Krishna. And then everyone says, come on, let's try it, and then you try it doesn't work, then everyone was wrong. Right? So you know, you you have to see sometimes, you know, as like, you know, we're doing marketing in these things. So Who's better at marketing than us? The people who do it as a a career. So then we employ them to help us to do it. So that is called Yukta Vairagya, right? So we're using things which uh, we're being told sometimes by people outside, non-devotees, right? Apparently non-devotees, they say to us, you could do it better if you do it this way. So we listen to them. And then if it works, then we know that that's Krishna's. So Yukta Vairagya. Is that okay? Yeah. Any other question? Okay. Shilapro Ki.